0: Yeah, me me or her you at it. Yeah, no, I was just saying this would be interesting to see where it goes and It's a very wide range of topics there. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah I think we should I think we should keep our cameras off uh if it, I think it might go a little bit faster. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um yeah, so I I first wanted to start off with this with like how did we get how did we meet at it? Um so, I think in the last episode, we talked about how Camping and I met. And I met at it uh, around June mm-hmm. of 2017. Star. Star. yes, yeah, star. And yeah. I, it was pretty memorable in the fact of, like, I think in our group, you're, you're one – I think we were the only two Indian guys in the group. Maybe, maybe not. Yep, pretty much. But you knew my – you know, my name was Matt Thomas, right, like, on the, on the list. And they said that. And then you were like, oh, are you a I was like, how did you know that? And yeah. I didn't understand that only Mulus had Christian names. This is the first time when I, like, yeah. experienced, uh, you know, that, that it, it, I don't know, it was just the interesting thing. And then we spent, like, the day together, and I think I, I, think I got your Snapchat then, but we didn't talk until we had classes together because we were in the same major. Um, yeah. I don't know, we've taken, like, a lot of classes together, at least four semesters worth, maybe five.
0: So yeah, no, we've we've taken a lot of stuff together, and it's been it's been interesting. You've helped me get through a couple of coding classes, and that's because you know you had some help of your own. So it was a very uh, collaborative environment. So, uh, but yeah, okay. no. First, for whatever reason, I heard your name. I was like, I'm gonna go talk to that person and be and be very invasive and be like, "Hi, are you Malu?" And then, tada, we're here and host your. I'm a guest on your podcast for some reason. So, yeah.
2: This is my first time officially meeting you. Like, we were in the same uh, political science class with uh, Dr. Ann Clark, I think. Oh, the UN class. Yeah, the UN class. Um, I always sat, I literally always sat right behind you. And I heard, and like, the reason I like, not recognize you, but your name stood out to me when Matt was talking about you is because, one, you not like you talked a lot, like you talked too much, but you, you participated a lot in class. Um, and always had interesting things to say. And I was like, oh, that guy seems cool. But apparently I did not make <laughs> that much of an impact in that class because um, you had no idea who I am, but it's, it's completely fine.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, no, it's for, fine. I was
2: really quiet.
0: <laughs> it was like, Mitushi, Will, and Philip. I think were like the ones who stood. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Ryan. You have to talk and about Ryan. Ryan. About and any James Ray, like I think. Yeah, I think that's what his name was, yeah. But yeah, that was a good class. good class. It was, yeah, it was definitely interesting. Philip brought a lot of uh, perspectives that, you know, in a policy major you're not going to see. Mm-hmm. And I think that helped a lot. And it was weird because I know we're talking about superheroes, but I'm going to talk about, like, my own personal experience for a second, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, that's fine. So I, I was in a, another sort of political class. It was technically a, defense, not a department of basically Homeland Security class, right? And mm-hmm. we spoke about, you know, how response responds to COVID and like federalism and stuff like that. And it was really interesting seeing the, how the political science major and a lot of liberal arts majors are much more liberal thinking. Um, while in like Matt, I don't know if you've talked, how many people you've talked to on a major, but like they tended to lean more conservative. Mm-hmm. And it was it was really interesting where usually um I would be agreeing with the professor in the polytech classes, but here I was like, "What is up with this? Prof- why- these professors? Why are they, you know, so anti-establishment or not? Uh, that's not the right word, but um, why are they so anti-big government or why? Why are they in these ways? So um, mm-hmm. it was interesting, but yeah, superheroes. Uh, I think that's Wait, which class, class is Five eleven. It? It's uh 5-11. Homa What's the professor's name? It. Wait, that's CNT
1: 511
0: she- or Paul 511? Uh, CNT 511. Okay. Uh, James Dietz and Dr. Uh, Dr. Fields. Okay. No, uh, I, I,
2: oh, yeah. Yeah. I know one of them was a former CIA agent. Um, I don't know if that was your professor, but I, I had a friend who took a similar class to that. Um, anyway, that's not important. I just wanted to know if was the same professor because she seemed pretty interesting the way other people talked about her um but yeah superheroes <laughs>
1: <clears throat> so one of the reasons that, can get put um, in a while. one of the reasons why like you know i became friends with adit is because he had just all these superhero stickers on his laptop because uh, you know
0: i, I don't uh, know about yeah i how do you forget that it's you're still using it like no i i yeah so obviously using the laptop it's just that I don't remember what was the discussion reason for us to talk and I'm guessing you were probably sitting near John or something. <laughs> I pulled out this laptop in 180 and then uh, my a friend of mine at the time she gave me all these stickers for my birthday because I'd always said I wanted to like decorate my laptop and stuff and so uh, yeah and now I like I go around and see how like knowledgeable people are about the things that are on there um, which is always like funny. Speaking of, I have Nightcrawler on here. Uh, I think
2: but, yes.
1: John was more famously uh, like loved laptop stickers. Like I know, like his like one of his bios somewhere has it, and I know like he had some fun ones too. But you had like so many, like I don't know, Batman, One Nightwing, Flash. Like there's, I would just mm-hmm. study it a lot of times. That like, we were like, <laughs> guys, I'd just like look at your laptop and just be like amazed.
2: I'm not gonna lie, not to sound creepy, but I did look at your laptop a lot because you sat right in front of me and. So yeah. Clothes, I'd
0: just be looking at. It. I'm like, oh, but I never like knew what to say about it. Yeah, no. Uh, everyone has all these like office quotes and stuff. I just had way too many superheroes on mine, which like I appreciate. I really like it, but now I can't put more stickers on there because I definitely did not a lot for extra space on there.
1: But yeah, you know, I so you know we're all you guys both graduated college, and I'm I don't you guys don't know this yet, but um I'm not gonna come back next semester for Purdue but i do regret oh, oh, really? one thing. Mm-hmm. yeah well <laughs> uh, i do regret one thing is i wish i put more decorations on my computer like during college because i feel like it's such a such like a unique way to like show your personality and everything i never thought about it until yeah like, now i never thought there was important i never thought like i would decorate my old laptops but like i i wish i decorated this one for sure i feel like the college one is the most important that's when you have your computer everywhere you're always making a statement kind of like Mm -hmm. putting skins on for your phone or
0: yeah it's it's like it's like decorating yeah i don't know it's like decorating a extension of yourself in a way so
2: yeah for me i really focused on like the color scheme of mine like i've always wanted to follow a certain pattern it wasn't it wasn't even necessarily like my interest it's just like oh what would look more the most aesthetically pleasing on my laptop but it's not too late for you matt like you can always decorate your laptop
0: When I get a new computer, I'm definitely going to do that.
1: Yeah. I still got another
2: mm -hmm.
0: semester, another year. We'll
1: see. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I think why, like, this topic uh, appealed to us is, like, how have superheroes um, kind of displayed our personality? How have we maybe uh, taken their personality pieces and you know, made into ourselves, like, what did we really like about them? And what specific ones do we like the most? Which ones, like, resonated to us specifically? Um, I think it's a question that, like, I think it gets answered, like, asked a lot. Um, or at least I ask it a lot, because I care a lot. But it's definitely, superheroes played a huge impact in, like, my life. Because even as a kid, like, I think at four or five years old, I had, like, Batman bed sheets. I had a Teen Titans stepping stool, um, one of my most memorable gifts is I had like a Batmobile that was like ridiculously cool, and like it had like a uh, it, it had two seats in it, and one of the seats would pop out to make like a uh, motorcycle or something to the side, um, and like I, I just I don't know those things are just like it. Just playing with all these superheroes, I'd make fight scenes up in my head as we would, like you know around the house, I'd set up like different <laughs> scenes and stuff with all these like action figures, and like mm-hmm. I never grew out of it. it as like much as my mom was like, dude, like you're like. 15 like why do you like superheroes like like, I just love it mom stop you know being mean Um, I think
2: as you get older there's different like um, ways they can apply to your life like kind of what you're saying you know I always like you know Marvel characters specifically and we talked about this before but specifically Spider-Man was always my favorite hero Um, I guess when you're a kid you're more attracted to the action aspect of it the colorful costumes but as you get older you start to see like kind of the (laughs) maybe we have different opinions on this but I guess the political aspect of it as well because I feel like all superheroes regardless of you know whatever you're into have some sort of political backdrop or um, context to it whether it be um, classism, uh, racism, sexism, anything these are all people who generally most people who become superheroes have some relatable background um, to them which I guess makes them more interesting um, the reason I like Spider-Man so much is that he was kind of a nerdy, um, he wasn't kind of, he was a nerdy kid, pretty, <laughs> kind of a loser, um, didn't really get that much attention, um, and I don't know, I just really liked how, despite, you know, how he grew up, how, um, rude people were to him, essentially, he always had, like, a pretty big heart, and he used his powers for good, because nothing said he had to be a good guy, honestly, like, he, it's just kind of something- Uncle Ben. Band- Uncle Bended oh true true with
1: great power I great guess that's, responsibility. Very, that,
2: that's very true but um, i was just like he does still potentially have the option i don't know i just really enjoyed um kind of power relatable to them and kind of seeing myself um in them prior to them getting their powers or knowing they have powers or whatever you know way they discovered they had powers whether they were born with it or something that developed
1: what, what got you into Spider-Man though? Was it like watching like a TV show? Was it like the like the just like his seeing him around like the, the action figures or comics or what?
2: You know those figures in American culture that you just always grew up seeing like I can't remember life without Spider-Man. Um, my mom used to have a shop. She used to do hair um, and so I would be in the back and watch movies all the time and so she, there was a guy who was like, who used to come in and sell like these bootleg DVDs? Um, and he had Spider Man, and that was one of the first you know movies I've seen, the obviously the original, um, with uh Toby McGuire's Spider Man. And so I used to watch that all the time, just sitting down by myself in the room while my mom was working and just like, um, just like. Uh, watching, rewatching, and watching all the time and watching the other movies as well. And I got into, learned about the other superheroes. For a long time, it was just Spider-Man. Like I had no, well, obviously I knew Batman, Superman, but I, I wasn't really as interested in them as I was Spider-Man. So that's, that's just the reason there was not no magical moment in that at all.
1: <laughs> I have to say this. So I was, I went to India when I was seven. That was the first time I've ever been to India. Um, and I was at this, you know, you know, at church, and um we have this thing at church if you can if you go to a new church you can um like pray for three different things three different intentions and you're guaranteed to get those things and you know some people say some you know like i've always said some big picture stuff like fi- uh, financial wellness uh like you know our health and wellness play for like you know these people Pray for like this person who's sick right now or something like that i saw a guy in front of me with jeans that had the spider-man logo on his butt and this guy's like maybe eight, nine years old, and I pr- gave one of my attentions to pray that I would get these these jeans. I never got those jeans, but like I don't know for whatever reason, I was just so enamored to see like things with that type of content on it.
0: Um, yeah, Eddie, yeah. Ad- what about you? Um, I don't know what it was about superheroes when I was a kid. I just I I just liked watching them. I think uh for me the earliest was the um Teen Titans show yeah. in two thousand three <laughs> or whatever. That was on a lot and I would just really got yeah, like I liked Beast Boy. I would go on Cartoon Network and I like com and I'd play that there was that one game where they <gasps> had to uh, like I would play as Beast Boy, and he had to. It was beat like five single Mad, player games, right? Mad Hatter. Yeah, 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 that one.
2: And you, can, like, yeah, you, gotta you go, could gotta yeah. change between the characters. Yes. That was the
0: best. That, that was literally Star the best. Starfire, Best Buy, uh, Beast Boy, and Raven best had the best I- games. <laughs> uh, Cyborgs and Robins were kind of like shit. Um, yeah. And then um, those are like, racing games. Those were like two like racer chase. Yeah, and yeah. And then I think of the fact that I was also like into Power Rangers and stuff like that. And oh, then, Power Rangers. That's still like the idea of superheroes, right? Yeah, like, right. you know, have these powers and you're trying to do good, save people. And then well, yeah, more exposure came from when the Brave and the Bold series came on. The That one on Cartoon Network, that had a lot of like you know, obscure, more well, characters that you wouldn't know as like just part of the T9s. So there was like the T9, Green, mm-hmm. Green, uh, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, uh Sinestro was for some reason thrown in there and then Aquaman was there saying chum all the time um and so it was like stuff like that that was like really just stuff that I really jumped onto for some reason um and then as I I think I really started to like read comics when I was in sophomore year I think because I remember very distinctly that i would just like stop paying attention in, like half my classes because i was too busy reading like batman there was, i think that was the time of, like batman eternal sophomore and college and i would just mm-hmm. be reading that the no sophomore of high school okay um and so like batman eternal came out and then batman and robin eternal and like all these different stories were coming i was like oh this is so cool and i think it was like for my 16th birthday that was like the first time i got a comic book it was the uh Court of Owls, like the, what, the book where they, um, and by book, by book, I mean the trade, the volume, where they uh, the Talons were hunting down all the members of the Bat family. And I just, um, there's something about the stories that I just saw that there was a very, you know, fear of losing your family, fear of these different fears that were being explored in these stories. And I really, for whatever reason, I've on lashed, lashed onto that. Um, and then also, like, how do you how do you go through these tough situations and just keep fighting? That's yeah. that's at the core of a lot of comic books, right? Um, I think Matt and I have talked about it every once in a while whenever we have yeah. these weird pitch meeting areas where we're like, yeah. "What's a new Nightwing story that hasn't been done yet?" And it's just like, how do you put him through a ringer where it's not just Bane breaking Batman's back, right? How do you have a different version of that? And that's why I like Tom King's most recent run because. First off, Catwoman and Batman, and I know Matt's going to hate this, but for me, they're like, that's that's the pairing. And it makes (laughs) sense to me. But And and we know Matt (laughs) is like Wonder Bat, and he watched Justice League, and that's the thing that's just stuck in his head. But And that's fine. But um, for me, that's the thing. And also the fact, like, how Bane broke Batman in that sense. It was a very interesting way that he did it, where he even had Thomas Wayne in the entire story. And it, like, it made sense, like, mostly. Um, and just I, yeah, sorry, that kind of got rambly, but that's that's the idea of superheroes to me. So, if you can't tell, I'm definitely much more a DC boy, but um, mm-hmm. in Marvel, Spider Man, uh, more Miles than Peter, I think. I think in terms mm-hmm. of Spider Man, it goes like Miles, Otto, Octavius, and then Peter, which is weird, but it's my, yeah. Doc Ock was Spider Man for a minute. Oh, is this Uh, recent? I think it was like two years ago. This is no, this is recent. This is uh, he he took he took over Peter's body, and then at some point he got a body of his own, where he was like Andrew Andrew Molina or something, and then he just set up shop in SF as the as a Ultimate Spider Man, not Ultimate, Amazing Spider No, Superior Spider Man. Sorry. I do remember what his <laughs> code name was, but yeah. Also, the Spider Verse stuff, that's really cool. Yeah. Anyways, a,
1: yeah. Sorry. A lot to unpack there, but the most important thing, uh, Camping, where do you stand on the whole Batman or Wonder Woman or Batman and Catwoman?
2: <laughs> that's so funny. I didn't know you were a Wonder Bat,
1: Dan. He's such a Wonder Bat, fan. I am, yeah, I'm a huge Wonder he, Bat. Stan. I don't
2: think we've talked about that one. Well, and that's so interesting. Why do you like their dynamic so
1: much? Okay, so, I mean, this, this answer is... It's because of some, Justice League, 100%. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, I, I, that's what I was assuming, Justice League. Yeah, when I was, you know, a, a, when I was, yeah. like, a, a very young kid, I would watch, like, the three main shows I'd say that had the most impact of, like, the DC was Justice League Unlimited, slash the, the old one, Teen sure. Titans, and then um, The Batman, the one on WB. So, like, I didn't... okay. Batman Brave and the Bold like happened when I was like just almost too old for the show. Like I remember I think I was like in fifth Fair or sixth grade. Um but now looking back into it, I really like it a whole lot more because Batman was a like, bit more out? I I was I think it was like twenty it came out two thousand and ten, maybe. Maybe a little before that.
0: No, maybe it was before twenty ten. What yeah, it would well it came out before because, Young Justice, like, right? Yeah definitely then, like, it came out before that, because, like, like, I know, I watched it on cable at a point, so, yeah, but, yeah, going back to, but, yeah,
1: Justice League Unlimited, like, I will still, I don't think there's anything that will ever be superior to that, um, in my mind, of, like, what cemented, like, the DC universe, what the DC universe is to me, you know, like, I view that as, as much as, like, I think a lot of people even in the world would consider that more canon than almost anything else that could almost ever be produced. Um, mm-hmm. because it just, it had a great, it just had like a whole lot of just amazing moments. It, got a lot, it It was fun. It had different, you had different teams, like it introduced us to like so many different characters. Like it was, sure. I watch it like in just so many random places that like, I I've seen the. I've literally seen the show at least three or four times. Now I watch it with my siblings every break. Um, so, and, like, I, you know, they also like Teen Titans, too, but I still think Justice League Unlimited had, like, the best writing, because especially, like, the Cadmus plot.
0: Mm. I don't remember the Cadmus plot from that one. I think, okay, so in terms of shows, when I was a kid, it was Teen Titans, Batman Beyond, Static Shock. Those were the shows that I was like, yeah, yes, Static yes, Shock. I like yes, them. I love Static. I love Static Shock. Yes, yeah, Static Shock. There was For a me,
2: Static Shock X Men Evolution. Oh, that was
0: a good one. I'm yeah, X Men yeah. Evolution. That was so good. The dude who had the spice coming out of his arms, amazing. Yes, loved I him. loved
2: him. I wish it was more active in like the uh, live action movies, but I didn't. I don't think I, we saw him until his name was Spike. Um, we didn't see him until like. It might have been the X3, the third X-Men movie, but I can't remember. But he I made a very brief funny. appearance.
0: But, yeah, it was... Uh, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I've not watched X-Men Dark Phoenix. Uh, I have not either. Also, have not I've not watched Joker. you not seen Joker? Like, the new one? It's literally on HBO, and I just was like, I, this is, I've heard this is such a serious movie, and <laughs> when I finally get time to watch things by myself, it's just like, I, I don't want to waste... Or not waste time, but I don't want to spend time being sad and depressed about At, stuff. In the have
1: you seen Birds of Prey?
0: So. Yeah, yeah, I saw that with... Birds uh, of Prey is
1: good.
0: I did enjoy Birds of Prey. I think I've think not seen it yet. They did stuff decently. Um, Wait, we can talk Kevin, about that when we talk about 84. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, have you seen Joker, though? Sorry.
2: I haven't. I've been, the, both um, Jokers on my list and re and now the new Wonder Woman Wonder Woman movie. Um I just haven't had time yet to sit down and watch it. Mm. Yeah I haven't
0: yeah, yeah I've fair. seen I've seen Joker. You, I feel like you need to be in the right mindset to watch it. To watch yeah. the Joker?
2: Did you enjoy it? What
0: what did you think of it? I I wasn't
1: I wasn't as impressed as everyone else was at the time. I think it was it was slightly overhyped. I don't think it was a bad movie. I think it was just It was just not – it was, like, some superhero movies, like, really get twisted out of being, like, anything related to superhero. Like, the Joker movie is a good movie if you take away the fact that he's supposed to be this DC Universe villain, right? Because he's just not the same type of – it's not funny like that. Like, it's just – it's much more psychological. It's much more of, like, some random – other film that you know, WB could have produced. But, it's,
0: but yeah. jo- Joker's not supposed to be funny. Joker's supposed to be this very – It's I think there was a comic uh, – yeah, Disturb. No, no, no. Uh, I think it's the three Jokers, which I think might be continuing right now. And the thing is, like, Joker, he puts on a face that he's insane, but he's actually completely sane. He does all these things where, he no- like, he's aware of what he's doing, and he just does it. Because he just is this uh, is the you know fractured mirror to Batman, and it's just like in the way that Batman is sane. But if you if anyone did a bat, they would be labeled insane, right? Because it's just who would dress up as a bat and go fight crime? If you did that, you should you don't you should not be a member of society. I'm sorry, Matt's probably gonna be like, "What the hell is this man talking
1: about?" (sighs) No, I, was, but, I mean, Kevin, do you have a do you have do you have a take on this Joker being funny
2: or not? Honestly, I've never really saw the Joker as funny. Um, yeah, I wouldn't I say funny. Of the Joker, I Joker, like, honestly, scared me. Like he didn't like amuse me. Like every ever since I was a kid, I think that's honestly what put me off to um, Joker a little bit. It was just he mostly scared me as a kid. Like I know his. I mean, he wasn't meant to be funny anyway. Like I he he was dressed up as a clown. Um, I guess that's kind of initially what you think. But ever since, ever, I don't know what it was I watched. Um, I don't know, Jason Todd? I no, it was a live
0: action movie. I'm trying to remember. He's only in, well, no, he's in uh, Batman and Robin, right? Which, I believe no, or so. is it just Batman to... Returns or one of those. It's Jack Nicholson, right? That's, that's the Joker. it. Okay,
2: I remember watching that and he like terrified me. Um, yeah. He gave me the same vibes as um, The Green Goblin um, oh, not yeah. To take us Whoa. back to Spider-Man um, but The Green Goblin And Joker were honestly The two villains that Legitimately made me feel disturbed um, Just by yeah, it, sure. er, ev- Everything they've done so And so I really want To watch a Joker movie but like Adet said, It's, it's a two hour movie And I really need to be in the mindset to actually sit down and Watch this And not like and not, like, do other things as well. But yeah. I'm planning on seeing it.
0: No, I At some uh, point, I will watch it, and I'll be like, yeah.
1: I've never put, Pretty like, sense? the Joker in, like, my no, top just, villains list. Like, I never thought he was, like, funny. But even with, like, the Dark Knight, like, he definitely says, like, he says some things in, like, a funny way. Or he's, like, even, like, there's, like, that slight amount mm-hmm. of, like, amusement in his mind that he'll have. Even when he's just, like, burning the money Or just, like, laughing when, like, oh, the things didn't blow up, like, whatever. But, like, Mark Hamill did that, like, here and there with, like, the Mm -hmm. so But I was always, yeah, I was very disturbed by this guy. I would be very disturbed. I'm very disturbed by clowns kind of in general because of (laughs) the Joker.
0: Wasn't Mark Hamill also Ozai? uh,
1: In what? Avatar. He he was, he might have been.
0: Mark Hamill. Yeah, no, he he. I'm pretty sure he is Ozai. Uh, okay, but like, no, so like, he he has that evil guy role down, right? Where he's just like ready to burn you alive. Um, Mark Hamill's yeah, really right. good at what he does.
1: Yeah, he was fire. So.
2: He was. I did not know that.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that. The he, more you know, Ozai didn't really have a whole lot of like. Time screen time.
2: Well, he well, obviously he did like closer to uh, the end. Last two of episodes.
1: Yes, season three he yeah. was in it a lot. But I couldn't season even tell two. even in the end. I saw the end recently.
0: Oh, I've I've never realized it while watching. Like I, if you told me, like even in like the anime series or whatever, uh, Mark Hamill was the Joker. I could not tell because like you know I see Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker and this like uh, hopeful being which that's an entire controversy of its own. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a very weird thing where he goes from being this hopeful character in Luke to being this deranged psychopath in both uh, Ozai and the Joker. And it's very interesting to see how he's able to do both of those. Anyways, not to derail this train, uh, super villains, Joker is a top tier super villain though because of his ability to strategize. Like, if he were if he were up against like a lot of other superheroes, he could have them down. For Christ's sake, injustice—the entire reason that universe exists—is because Joker got one up on Superman, and then Superman was like, "All right, you're done. Where this has gone on too long, right?" So, Joker, Joker is a villain to be feared. Uh, in the same manner, I feel like Black Manta, which mm-hmm. is—I'm not sure if that's a great one—but Black Manta. Sinestro, he's like that man is also he can be scary as heck. Um, sorry, I'm like self censoring a little bit, but he can be very (laughs) scary too. I'm trying to think who else is like villains that just Darkseid, obviously. I would Um, have the most
1: fear of Deathstroke. He's my favorite villain.
0: He's cool. I don't know if he's like. The villain's villain. You're right. No, right? I mean
1: I. So uh, I guess we're we're looking at two different things. I view it as like that's like fair. dark dark side. Or dark Stroke is like my favorite villain because like even like he can be scary at times, but also like you can care enough about him to be like him being the protagonist in. And, and I don't even yeah. know if this I guess relates, but I really like Lex Luthor. Um, I think like he can be like scared a good amount of times like you know sometimes you can make like logical decisions that you could probably be Mm -hmm. in support of um and i want to see more of that and i haven't seen you know birds of prey yet but i'm really excited to like you know hopefully they did black mask well because he's my favorite i think like batman villain um i don't really know why Hmm. i just thought always he was the coolest um but i would never want to see more joker just because like i those are all villains i want to see more about like them do their own thing Um, I wasn't a huge fan of uh, Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. I thought he was just like a little bit unhinged. Um,
0: Okay. Jesse Eisenberg's Luthor makes a lot of sense when you realize he exists in the same universe. Or no, I guess Jared Leto's Joker makes sense when you realize he exists in the same universe as Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. Mm -hmm. But, so I used to hate Batman vs. Superman as a movie. Because it's like the the entire thing boils down to save Martha. Um, And that line is still stupid. But while I was, because I have HBO Max, uh, the Batman vs. Superman extended cut was on there for a while. Mm-hmm. And so before a lab one, I just sat down and I watched that movie, right? Because I was like, maybe there's something of worth here. And the t- the time that they take to develop both the Batman and Superman stories and also Lex Luthor as a person and a character, you realize that, that on Hinge comes from a very... That the it makes a bit more sense. Uh, I'm still not like a hundred percent fan of his Like I forget who was Lex. Lex in like Supergirl is a hundred times better than Jesse Eisenberg. Um, but Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luther makes sense in the universe that it exists in. Mm. So,
1: camping was. And then there's saying? like the Young Justice. Yeah. Oh yeah, the young Young Justice one. I I like that.
0: Yeah. He's a bit Donald Trump sometimes, but it mostly works.
1: So, I think – I mean, I don't know if – we, we watched this together. Um, or at least we watched the first half of the season together. He only does that in front together. of the camera. It's like, like Trump impersonation, like where he's like
0: – quote,
1: unquote, like yeah. down to the earth or, you know. It's like – it's it's very much like a parody. Um, But other than that, like he's, he's pretty like calm. Like even with like – just like the way he handled uh, Superboy and – and, and and will harper like it was, it, it was yeah. good. it was just like a very clear-cut villain in terms of like you know he's not but he even did help arsenal at times you know like given that 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 uh that that hand and then also help superboy
0: um yeah for sure i need batman beyond to get on hbo max because there's certain episodes i want to revisit Rewatch. It should but, everything from DC um, Universe Online should have, uh, or DC Universe should have moved
1: over, right?
0: Yeah, but like, there's also like the Dark Apocalypse War hasn't gone over yet. There's a couple other things, but it's fine. I feel like we're not giving enough love to Marvel, so I'm gonna say, you know what, who's a great Marvel superhero? Daredevil. Yeah, um, I love. I Daredevil. love. I love Daredevil. I love the Defenders. Um. Part of it I think is the TV shows that they got. I did not watch Jessica Jones or Luke Cage, but I still appreciate it. No, what? Them as okay, how did you how did you watch Iron Fist
1: before you watched Jessica Jones and Luke Cage?
0: I really like martial arts and, and for better or worse, like those were good martial arts shows, man. Like there was I Was I fight seen season 1 or of season both two. of them? I'm uh, both. Season one is like much more about Danny figuring out that he really has to take on this responsibility. And season two is him like working with others, a bit more corporate espionage, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I, there's times where I go back and I just find the scene of uh, Matt handing, just, just beating Danny, right? Because mm-hmm. Danny might have grown up in this monastery and these monks and like his entire, like a martial, martial structure. But he doesn't have the self-discipline that Matt does. And that's, it's just really fun to watch them fight. Um, especially how, like, uh, Stick is looking at both of them. I also have, like, a couple of Daredevil comics now. And the current run is very, very interesting. Do you, have a, do you have a Guardian Devil? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. I, have, I follow a Twitter account uh, that recommended it to me. I have the of the newest run. I have volumes one and two, and I have the last runs, the last volume where he was dying. Um, wait, yeah. camping. Have you seen any of those shows?
2: Matt, are you a humor reader too? Oh, what? I've started watching Daredevil. Now, I was just gonna ask if you read comics as well. Um, yeah, the comics as well. But yeah, I started watching the uh, Daredevil show on Netflix. Um, but generally, I, I didn't want to like interrupt, but I am. More of a uh, huge X Men fanatic than anything else, which explains the title of the uh, of the uh, podcast. Um, because I was talking about to Matt about how I love, I really love Nightcrawler.
0: Um, He's really cool. It's
2: just just every since like he came up on screen in the in the animated series mm-hmm. and in the uh, live action movies, I've just always felt more drawn to him and kind of maybe I'm really into those characters that always feel isolated. Um, not to yeah. say, not to feel, not to look like a loser, but essentially th- that's kind of what it is. Like characters who um, aren't always accepted that easily, I've always been the ones that I've been drawn to the most. And just on the topic of super villains, and I know we're not talking about it Wait wait no, more, no, gonna I really make this like comment at this...
1: yeah well, I was gonna yeah. make this comment at the start. No, when you like I think it's very much it's very funny because like when you like with classes, right, like with added, like you like know a decent amount about him because you would watch from, like, the sidelines by, like, you know, like, the wall or whatever, and even when we're, like, in other situations, like, you can know a lot about, like, the other people in the room when, like, you're on the side of it and people don't really know you as much. Like, you definitely know a lot more about the world than they know about you, and I feel like that's, like, a very, like, it makes sense why you, like, Nightcrawler, too. I don't know, it's a very psychoanalyst, uh, but.
2: Yeah, I think, like, And well, just to backtrack a little bit, in that particular class, I just felt a little overwhelmed because honestly, usually most classes I take, I have like some sort of background knowledge, but the UN um, and like kind of how it worked was kind of new to me. So that's why I kind of like really observed, did a lot more listening and like studying because I didn't want to say anything that was, I guess, wrong or um, I don't know, not as like like, as everyone else's yeah not well not dumb. I feel like I could have made like a pretty good point if I did, and I did like on the very few occasions that I um, actually spoke up. but generally, um, other people in the class seem more um, informed but anyway, just going back to everything, yeah, I really like the uh, dynamics <clears throat> and st- uh plot line in. X-Men, I especially like the dynamic between um, Charles Xavier and Magneto, the whole, we're all mutants, but one, some people compare them to, I don't know how much you guys like Malcolm X-Men, okay, compare them to, exactly.
0: Yeah, it's Um, a great comparison, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, how Magneto was more action-based, like, you know, if these people don't want us here, yeah yeah, if we, these people don't want us here, let's do something about it. Like we're not going to be on the sidelines and just trying to appease them, like appease to people who essentially want, that, want us dead or don't want us to exist. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Charles Xavier's, uh, you know, maybe if we show them what we can do and how we can serve them, um, they'd be more accepting of us and our abilities, which the older I get, the more I see Magneto's side and kind of yeah. empathize with him a lot more before, you know, just being younger, I'm like, no, this guy's crazy. Magneto's crazy. Like, why would you ever want to do this? You're just going to make them hate you more. But the point still stands that if these people want you dead, there's no reasoning with them. Not to compare, you know, fake characters to essentially neo-Nazis of today, but um, a lot of people put on the argument, you know, maybe you should, you know, try to start a conversation and be more, um, open to getting to know them but I'm like you can't can you negotiate with people who want you dead who don't think you know your identity is valid and you should be alive so that's just something I've always liked about um, X-Men and Y they're my favorite superhero group Um, I don't know how many people um, agree with that with them compared to like the Avengers or uh, Justice Justice League or um, any other uh, huge superhero group
0: I think I have to agree with you there cuz even like Avengers or Justice League I I like the Justice League and all but um there's something about it that just feels lacking but the X-Men because of the fact that those characters are written as um you know there's a there's a word for it there's a literary word for it but I can't remember what it is but you know they're disguises for minority communities where persecuted communities. And I always Allusions. found that what if, for, allu- yeah, I guess they're alluding to minority, uh, minority communities. Um, and yeah, like you said, and this is where X-Men first class, the movie did uh-huh. such a good job with Magneto being this Holocaust survivor and uh-huh. him being like this spirit of vengeance. And that was his entire thing. And that's the fact that he lived through that his, he saw his family torn apart. And like all of that shaped who he was, where the Cuban Missile Crisis, he was like, "Let them burn," because they let me burn. burn.
2: And also, um, I don't like how most of the people that well, this is like generally. I'm just speaking in uh, generals, but a lot of people tend to be who went with Magneto tend to be people who weren't as privileged. Who um, that compared to the ones that went with Charles Xavier, they tend to come from pretty generally stable two parent households mm-hmm. um, from pretty Wealthier, at least middle class backgrounds but people who went with Magneto tend to be more of the society, um, their powers tend to, their um, abilities tend to, um, I don't know what the word is for it, but like with a lot of with a lot of characters you can visibly see that they're different well with the exception of like Beast, um, Nightcrawler, etc. Um, a lot of Magneto's followers you could
0: they looked different like they couldn't pass as Toad, a Mystique, Toad, Toad, Mystique, Blob, yeah, um, and I think the X Men Evolution showed that really well, right? Yeah, like which is why I love the show so
2: much.
0: Mm-hmm. I need to rewatch the show, man. Like, brother, it's all on YouTube. Disney, yeah. Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus, I think. Um, oh, it is. It is. Mm-hmm. So the Brotherhood was made up of all these people who were from the wrong, quote unquote, wrong side of the tracks,
2: mm-hmm. right?
0: And meanwhile, in the mansion. You had you know, Scott Summers, who is a straight, white male. You have Jean Grey, who's white, tall, blonde, uh, not blonde, red, red hair. Red hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, the most persecuted of them is probably Kurt. But Kurt puts mm-hmm. on a watch, and it becomes white. Passable and, and yeah, human. Yeah, passable <laughs> over human, which I, that's an entire other concept that should probably be explored of what it takes for minorities to be accepted. But, uh, and this is the great thing about X-Men. You can talk about all these different political, X-Men is an intrinsically political thing. And it's so interesting to how you can talk about all these different things in this. Um, Yeah, so, and it's just, it's really interesting. So I wish they hadn't made, try and made Mystique a hero in the X-Men movies, the second generation of them. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like that would have helped the storyline further along. Um yeah,
2: oh, Mystique's character plot just always like gets me. It always makes me like so sad. She's just so misunderstood and just went through so much in her life. And yeah. I love when you figure out um her relations with um uh Night- Nightcrawler or Kurt mm-hmm. like always gets me every single time. Yeah. And no, like definitely. how she is always uh... Well so I guess you you, you would probably you would definitely know, but uh, Mystique is no mystique's adopted daughter or what what's that about again
0: like, i don't remember uh, i remember there's like a certain connection i just don't remember what mm-hmm. it's been a while since i've watched the movie and books are also really they're hard for me to read just because there there's a lot of stuff that's going on in them and the can't you have to know the canon to read a lot of them like i tried reading the current run where they just went and made their own like Country and like mm-hmm. an island in the middle of the Pacific, like genosha 2.0 I guess, but less genocide this time yeah <laughs> um but yeah no it's a it's a complicated thing I mean heck Magneto's kids are half part time event so i I can't wait for Kevin Faye to do x men right
1: yeah and
0: I, I hope if yeah
1: no i was i think x-men what i wanted to say is that i think they're the most developed superhero team like i don't give a fuck Mm -hmm. about the avengers like on it if i compare them against all like the major superhero teams like i would really rank them x-men then teen titans then justice league then avengers um and fantastic four somewhere in there um but like it x-men like makes the most sense they have the incoming pipeline of students who learn what to do they also operate as like the 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 heroes on the side under like charles xavier who like you know has has like spends a lot of time who's just dedicated to like empower other people just dedicated to be a teacher like the teen titan teen titans is like Mm -hmm. missing that one piece even though like they have more fun and i can probably relate to them like a bit more um it just like the X Men just makes more sense. It's how the, I I would think like superheroes would exist in this world. It would be exactly like X Men. So I think all those mm-hmm. movies really are like some of the best superhero movies we've gotten. Like everyone kind of like they're not as popular than like like any other superhero movie. Um, like franchise between like you know I guess like the DC stuff and the MCU stuff. But I think those all those X Men movies are like solid. Like I rewatched like the X Men movies all last year. Like they're all pretty good. Like I, Apocalypse and and the other stuff, I wasn't too fond of. But even Quicksilver, like, really makes it like makes it worthwhile to watch. Um, and I guess I'm gonna get a okay. Little shit you for can't
0: this. excuse. You can't excuse X three, Wolverine Origins, Wolverine,
1: okay. uh, <laughs> X Men so Dark Phoenix.
0: Mm-hmm. You can't excuse. I mean, okay, Wolverine, okay, not, the X Men, Dark like Phoenix. Decent. But That's I've fair. seen. But I just like heard
1: everything. Yeah, the Wolverine I thought was like pretty good. Uh, Wolverine Origins obviously sucked, um, and I really, I honestly liked X three. I wish Cyclops was in there more um, because, I, and I think this is I, I don't know what your favorite uh, X Men hero is, but Cyclops is my favorite. Uh, I I I don't know why people don't really like him. I mean, I've heard like I've seen. I don't really I guess read enough to like realize why people didn't like him, but I, I know like when I was in second grade, like X like Cyclops is the hero I was most I think that was my favorite superhero for a long time.
2: Um, yeah, there's nothing wrong with him, in my opinion. It just thought he was kind of bland, just like, and it's yeah. not that's not really his fault. Just compared to everyone else he's around, um, his storyline is just not as intriguing. Um, yeah, but that I don't think he's there's anything necessarily wrong with him. Um, I don't get the hate necessarily, um, but I will say he's pretty, pretty bland guy. <laughs>
0: Wait, which as your far favorite? as I can, favorite I was trying to think as you guys were coming up with this. Uh, there's it's, I feel like it's either Storm or oh, great. Storm is great or uh Nightcrawler. I feel like that's just for what I just really appreciate those two a lot.
2: Yes, taste,
0: those are
2: thank I you. I literally love Nightcrawler so much. Um, um
0: Storm is even queen of Wakanda, so that's also amazing, but that's a title she sometimes has. Is a, considered a god by half of Africa. Um, she's, yeah, Storm is just really interesting uh, as a character.
2: I hope when they remake, if they do make like a Storm movie or remake a X X-Men, um, they don't get <laughs> Halle Berry. Halle Berry. No, who was it? Was it Halle Berry? It
0: was, it was Halle Berry. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to People pronounce her don't name, but get her. they shouldn't recast anyone from the Fox franchise, in yeah. my opinion, because they have, they've done those roles for so like, you can't imagine Sir Patrick Stewart doing it again, right?
1: With or
0: McKellen or uh, Hugh Jackman, I said James Hugh Grant, away. but that's a different person. James McAvoy, like these people, they're done. They did, they did their thing and they gave their import, import, uh, perspective on that character, which I don't think would fit within the MCU mold. Because those, those movies and the MCU movies are not the same sort of movies. Yeah. Um, X-Men movies are political. MCU movies are decidedly not. MCU movies are popcorn flicks that you just turn. You don't. You don't have any critical thinking. The most was Age of Ultron and Civil War, and Civil War they shied away from the ideas of that were explored in the comics, where it's like you know how much power should the government have? Because that's that's a, That's at the, what at the crux of Civil War. Instead, they were like, here's Zemo, he manipulated all of you. When instead they could have just had you no know, the Sokovia Accords really drove this like wedge between these ideas of you know cap who should stand for freedom and everything who stands for freedom and stands for self-determination is like no i don't especially after winter soldiers like i can't have someone up top who i don't know telling me where to go especially if there's people in danger um yeah so i think
1: that's that's a very good segment to this question of like well one i do think like the dumbing dumbing down of like the movies make it make it much more marketable because like people can't really like you know argue like oh they're taking sides oh they're trying to push their political agenda on all of us but like i i think like even though they're funny like i hate superheroes that sort of think that they're above like even if we were superheroes i feel like it's sometimes we would think like we're above the law like we're like gods per se like the government doesn't matter but like heroes like daredevil or even um sometimes like even like some plot lines of you know, like young justice and stuff like that they're like well, we have to do these things within what's sanctioned you know by like the un or with working with like these agencies and stuff and like it makes things a whole lot more complicated but i feel like it's much more realistic and like at least gives mm-hmm. you some perspective like these guys because once you detach yourself from the
0: world there's only so many stories you can tell or people can least care you know yeah that's fair but, I mean, you're you talking about Young Justice, but Young Justice Season 3, the a lot of it was just how do we out, operate outside of the restrictions that have been put upon us by Lex Luthor and Bialya and Vertigo and all these people that are trying to not let us do what we do.
1: Yeah, um, which is at least, like, in something, an inconvenience that they, like, try to sidestep, whereas, like, some... Some movies is like kind of like oh yeah they exist they don't really matter like the police like don't really do a job like I do have to do everything out here you know like that's true you
2: get that feeling superheroes from superheroes be vigilantes or um is that kind of where you're saying do you think they have the right to uh, take upon themselves to fight crime or do you think they should collaborate in some way with law enforcement or should it just be them taking care of everything
1: if that makes it's sense tough. I think they have to. It really is. The problem is that once you have, you open that door of collaboration. I mean, this is, you know, the whole argument from civil war is that like, you can't do as many, you can't really be a hero. You're being like a government servant. Like you would still be a hero in a certain, in certain guidelines, but you can't do the same things that you can before. But the question is like, but they're also written to be like the, the protagonist. So they're, generally going to do the right things based on the story they're always going to make the clinical right decisions but in real life like it just would never work like that they don't have like the same maybe type of knowledge they'll never have like always the leg up to like i know best because that it then always puts them to like the, the god category do they do they know best like who's decided that they know best they've just taken upon themselves and we have to be okay with it hmm
2: Solid.
1: And you yeah.
0: have Any thoughts on that? Uh, I, yeah, I mean, as as a person who lives in the real world, you can't endorse vigilantism because it's just like, there's a reason law enforcement exists. There's a reason these rules exist. And if you start acting outside of them, what is the what structure do we finally have? And if someone like Batman exists and they're outside of, and they act bigger than the law, even if you know Jim Gordon is there and he's working with Jim Gordon appears at crime scenes to uh, do his analysis and everything, it's just it's extrajudicial. It's not right and it's definitely not legal. And in a way, Jim Gordon's a horrible cop for it's a it's a horrible defender of the law for even allowing it, right? Uh, Nightcrawler in a different media, Dick Grayson becomes a cop in Detroit or Bloodhaven Ooh, or wherever. What did I say?
1: You said Nightcrawler. I was like, oh, you're." I, what were you going to say with Nightcrawler? I was so
0: confused. Sorry. Yeah. No. Nightwing. Um, there's, we're mixing uh, universes here. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Nightwing you know he's he's a cop but he's also a cop that goes out at night and beats people up with the scream of sticks so it's a very fine line that can only exist in a fictional world and even in those fictional worlds the government has very little power to do what they need to do so in the comics I would be team cap but in real life I'd be team iron man in the sense that everyone yeah, needs reg, regulations need to exist in all areas um, because you know people need to be protected. Uh, and, but who handles the regulations and who's in charge of people is the issue. Um, and but that that becomes another political discussion of like, well, how much bureaucracy is good? Is good? Uh, too much bureaucracy can lead to a stalemate, and then the vendors might not respond to a crisis in time. And if it's a UN issue, well, I mean that, and then your perspective changes on that depending on where you are in the world as confing as I uh, and I discussed with Professor Clark about you know, if you're from Kosovo, you see the UN in one way but if you're from America, you see the UN as this ineffective and um, power money guzzling system. So it's just, it's a, it's a very fine line that I guess that's where I wanna end that statement. I, I jumped around a lot there. I'm sorry. Yes.
2: Yeah, so, if people had uh, the ability to have superpowers in their real life, do you think it would be something that would be everyone will have a special ability, or it'd be like you know how most superhero movies are, where it's just certain people, or even Avatar, The Last Airbender, where every nation has like some sort of some sort of ability, but not necessarily everyone's a bender or has that special ability.
1: So, um, I, have, have you guys seen The
0: Boys? <laughs> yes.
1: I, I have can't not. think of you seen the Oh
0: my just, gosh. You should. You <laughs> oh. should watch it as a critique of superheroes. It's was it on? Very interesting. It's on Prime.
1: Okay.
0: And yeah, I have
1: I have Amazon Prime. I'll put on, it on my list. Month. Um I'm midway through season two right now, and I when I watched season one, man, like it was I it was I knew when I was watching it, like this is it became one of my favorite shows of like all time too. At least like at least top
0: ten for sure. Um
1: it's and a complete I would,
0: rejection of the Avengers, and I love it.
1: Because it makes a whole like, – even Highlander is, like – he's a menacing character. Homelander. Like, oh, what did I say?
0: Highlander, which is oh, something my, else. My
1: bad. Yeah, but it's, like, it—it's—it's it's like how I would expect, like, Injustice to, to almost actually kind of be. Um, where, yeah. like, you know, Queen Maeve is, like, kind of – she's, like, kind of neutral – um, and like, but Highland, Homelander is, is just, it doesn't even, he doesn't have to say thing. Like you just can feel intimidated when he's on screen at, at all times. It's so, and he, oh my God, he's so cool looking too. Um, but yeah, I think the way that like the boys handles it of like how superpowers would exist, how they would exist in the world makes so much sense. They would be exploited. They'd mm-hmm. be privatized. They would be created yeah. from the start. Um. And I think eventually some people like, and, and I think it... Um, if they're created now. You're
0: spoiling did. it, by the way. You know yeah, that, right? Sorry.
1: Did I? Was I? Oh, okay. Wait, wait. I mean,
0: a little bit. Sorry. Oh, my my cre- because the creation thing. That's that's a spoiler. I think it's, it's that not that hard. That we find out later, right? It, okay,
1: it, it, you're right. My bad. I'm sorry. Um, we can we can block this out. I'm sorry if I destroyed some of this for camping. I don't think it's like that big of it though. Like you think. If you, like, think hard enough, like, where did they come from? Um, I mean, it's not going to stop me from watching it, yeah. I, but um, I think, like, the way that the Airbenders, hand, or the Avatar handed it in Legend of Korra, I think that makes a lot of sense, like, how superheroes would exist. Had, had like, many years have passed, um, when, and you guys have both seen Legend of Korra, right? No? I have, yes. of yeah, you?
0: No, I have, I have.
1: I, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. The, the way that like they like after so after so many years like they're like they would be integrated to society but like the they were, after the techno- the techno technology would close the gap between those individuals at a certain point uh, or at least close enough where they like don't need them to bend anymore um and like people would be like we're fine without you making a mess of things we're fine without your you know vigilante justice um and like want to keep some semblance of order but like I don't know. It's always, like, a fine line of balance of, like, when, like, you need the vigilante justice and, like, when things need to be in order. You know, I think, like, all these worlds, like, have, like, a just, like, improper balance. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're trying to find mm-hmm. it. And it'll never exist.
0: So, my my opinion is superpowers like that should stay in fictional worlds. Um, because, like, we can try and say that people are inherently good, but let's be honest people in general, they, they are selfish, right? I mean, we try not to be, but we end up in some way or another, we're going to be a little bit selfish. And governments and institutions are definitely selfish because they're looking out for their sovereignty and their corporate interests. And that's the stuff. And that, like, in The Boys really explores that. But um, who are you going to give the powers to? How are you going to decide? And you first. have yeah that is that good because i don't know uh, we both took to paul we both we both took paul 237 right
1: yeah and so
0: we explored how you know napoleon started making conscripted armies and then suddenly the rest of the world's like oh that's a cool idea we should do that right and so once the technology or whatever the the serum is out there it's going to keep it getting out there and so you know, we might be using them, but what happens when the Taliban gets them, right? Because it will happen at some point or another. It will happen, uh, or it might be Russia, or it might be China, and that's another that's that's another game of chicken. That do we want to go back to that era of the Cold War where you're playing that that game of chicken? Um, that's why it's definitely like it should definitely not be explored in a sense of these. These, this, this environment is not one that would make a lot of sense because we'd go back to the mutually assured destruction. Um, that's a very pessimistic view, I know. But I, and I love superheroes. Like, I love my comics collection. But if there's... An, and, like, another thing is, once you have a superhero, you get supervillains. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Gotham and Metropolis and all these places, did they have this many supervillains before there was a Superman, before there was a Batman? Like, yes, the Cordoba Owls existed. But they weren't trying to. They weren't trying to take over everything because they already were there. The mobs were already there, but the mobs weren't employing people like Firefly or kite, kite man or uh, man, bat, man bat, whatever his name is, um, Langstrom. He's not really employed. But these competition people drives don't innovation. Exist. So, yeah, like, exactly. as
1: as the cop, as you see, like one side gets more powerful, the other side just has to compensate at some point um like i something with like yeah. chaos has to match the light or the darkness has to match the light um you can never fully stomp it out so i mean yeah with i think it i think it should never come to this world but i do think that i mean what i like there's there some part in my head that wants to see it yes i just want to see youtube videos like oh i invented how to create superpowers the same way i've invented a lightsaber you know like i want to see it Come in real life. I want to see it with my own eyes, but like, yeah, we should never have it. It's like, especially with if if everyone had superpowers. Like, imagine everyone just like going outside with like a loaded like AK forty seven. chaotic. Yeah, like we would we would always be Horrible. in a perpetual sense of like, a- and like Here. even how crazy people are now, like you don't want okay, someone well, even holding a knife. It's like.
2: kind of like sky high. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I love sky high.
0: But. If everyone has powers, then it's a level playing field. This thing where, but every power not is not like, everyone different.
2: does. Yeah. yeah, is there a power that's better than the others, or is it a matter of you know people developing what they have?
0: Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. also the case.
1: Well, if everyone um, had powers, honestly, that wouldn't be so bad. I feel like we would all get a lot more done, but like things would really it would we would regress a little bit as a society. And I think that would almost be... A, but we
2: couldn't, how can those two statements
1: exist? No, like, we would... <laughs> Matt, can, what you just said. What I said, is like, it would be... You good said good if we'd everyone, also regress. Yeah. Because I think that, I mean, this is the, the opinion part of the podcast, but I do think that for a certain level, we could regress and we could benefit from it. Like, we've already been... Like, regress in terms of, like, we don't maybe, like, get into as physical of events and maybe we have to like go through proper procedure but i think like at a certain point it becomes over overdoing it right like we can't get into certain countries based on just files of paper you know if someone could just fly over like obviously their life like makes it a little like is easier for them obviously it's not great for like accounting people and stuff like that but like i think like Mm -hmm. we rise to the demands and we would make things a little bit better we would get more things done faster because we have to if you have some people that are, like, super smart, if you have some people that are super fast, you can generally do more things, and it necessarily might not be, quote-unquote, right, like, quote-unquote, legal, but, like, I think it would be beneficial overall, if that makes sense. Like, we
0: could,
1: some people who are, like, you know, have powers, they might be more willing to go out of their way and be like, hey, we want to go solve climate change, we want to go solve, you know, the epidemic, or, you know, cancer, or something like that, like, and they, they, might, they might do it more successfully than how the legal means are because you always have, like, paperwork and stuff. To like, oh, we can't do this. Because it's more profitable to keep cancer. It's more profitable to, you know, continue what we're doing than trying to go green, stuff like that, right? Superheroes would, you know, make – would just go out of the way to do it. And they'd be like, fuck you guys. I have powers.
0: But that's, that's the people who are good. That's the people who have an Uncle Ben in the corner. Well, who are the people who don't. Where are the people who are greedy and where are the people who uh, just are what Thomas Hobbes envisions when they, he imagined a person, who, you know, self-interested, self-obsessed, and just only wants for themselves? Because we know they exist, you know? Yeah, they, they
1: definitely do exist. But I feel like, even, and I mean, this is a feeling, but I mean, it's, I don't hold me to it. But I feel like even the destruction they would do, like, hypothetically, we're, 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 we're might be imagining very different things. I feel like that destruction would almost, not necessarily is is needed, but I feel like it'd be the cost of, like, maybe some of the greater good. Like, it would suck. It would not be beneficial, but, like, it wouldn't be comparative to the other options where we could could all suffer of this, we could all suffer of that, versus like, this situation happening and then getting stomped out.
0: But more good happening. But then what's the Sokovia moment, right? Where's, what's What's the limit where you're like, no, this is too much and needs to be done? Or where's your Kingdom Come moment where – I don't know if you guys have read the Kingdom Come story, but um, which if you haven't, You definitely it. should. You know, so you know that basically Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman are like, all right, the kids need to get put in bed, and they need, be, they need to get slapped a little. Um, because there's too by many, many – younger
1: heroes become more like, um, like uh, morally gray, right?
0: Yeah, not even, they're just like the superheroes who engineer bad things to happen so that they can be kind of good. Um, so I, I don't know if that's morally gray. They're like morally bankrupt. Oh. So they they, they see it all as a personality. They, they treat themselves as Kardashians or uh, just celebrities for the sake of being a celebrity. Um, And I guess it's because it's not universal or whatever, but it's still there's so many of them and they're acting in a way that is not benefiting of the Justice League title or so many other ways. Um, It would
1: probably inevitably there'd be political assassinations if some people had powers. And I think when that happens, uh, like they'll they'll have like a more of a watch on it. Yeah, they'll definitely try to hamper like clam it down. And then try to like criminalize it because like everyone in power, when they see it as like a direct attack on like their power, they'll obviously want to control it for sure. Like I would, like I wouldn't want like okay, if there's you know those crazies are having you know these these powers, we gotta take it away. If it's gonna endanger yeah. my life and my family's life.
0: So, this has been uh, really interesting to talk about. You know the perspectives of superheroes and everything. Mm-hmm. however i do need to uh get going yeah for sure um this is but yeah if you guys ever want to like talk about like you know nightwing or the bat family or aquaman and you know Zebul and all the different parts of because Aqu- i love aquaman um i oh, need to talk more about aquaman as well i love Aquaman. yes uh i just love i love the water and so swimming and everything and so percy jackson and somehow that led to Aquaman? anyways uh, or maybe it was all the way around anyways uh, it was it's been really great talking to both of you it's been very interesting perspectives I think the fact that all of us are either poly side or poly adjacent or in it lends itself to another very interesting conversation where we can look at the x-men and be like this is you know is this constructive story is this isolationist and why are, why is that bad why is that good Um... But yeah, it's been very interesting. And much of love to you guys this podcast. Mm-hmm. I hope to be back again. Oh, thank you. Thanks, hey, thanks for coming. So, yeah, like thanks you so much for here. coming on. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to let uh,
1: everyone know that, like, we had like, a bunch of topics kind of planned out. And we probably hit, like, two of them. Because we went on, like, totally other directions. And I think that's exactly what we wanted to do. Um, and I'm really glad we had this discussion. I'm glad it's, like, kind of had, like, sober high thoughts. So, um, you know, I loved having you on. And we'll, we'll definitely follow up with another one eventually.
2: All right. Mm See you guys.
1: Bye-bye.